Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 6 The Cabin Boy's Secret by E.M. Clark, Read by Lexi Chapter 8 The Golden Ram to the Rescue It was uncomfortable on board the ship for Zelly. Try as she might, she couldn't get the image of the Countess Rosina out of her mind. She kept a sharp lookout, worried that a ship would appear on the horizon in pursuit of them, but none did. It wasn't very comfortable on the deck of this tatty old ship either, and they had no cabin to go to for shelter from the spray and the shouts of the crew. Fortunately, they had some food left, so they hunkered down together to eat, using their cloaks to protect them from the sea spray. Once night drew in, they all relaxed. It is very hard to find a ship on the big blue in the dark, so they knew they were safe from any pursuers. At least, for the moment. Danilo was looking very worried, and Zelly knew it was because he was feeling responsible for her and Hector. Thank you so much, Danilo, she whispered through the velvety darkness. You've done a great job. I don't know what we would have done without you. And he smiled at her. Early the next morning, as the sun's rays peeked under their eyelids and started to warm the deck once more, they heard the cry. Ship ahoy! Zelly's stomach gave an unpleasant wriggle and she jumped up, scanning the water. Anna twittered and zoomed up into the air to search for the sighted ship. There! cried Hector. Danilo and Gordius were looking anxious, scanning the horizon for the vessel. As it grew closer, Hector recognised it at once. It's the Golden Ram! Indeed it was. The prow of the proud boat was surging through the waves directly towards them. Relief filled Zelly like air in a balloon. She felt so thankful she could almost float away, she thought. I have never been so glad to see anything in my life, she declared, and the brothers and Hector laughed with relief. As Zelly gazed at the approaching vessel, she saw a figure waving madly on deck. Sav! It was Sav! She felt tears of happiness prick her eyelids. She dashed them away and could then make out other figures on deck and she waved wildly back at them. Danilo had spoken to the captain of their ship and he agreed to let his passengers transfer to the Golden Ram for the remainder of their journey. The super sleuths were reunited on the deck of the Golden Ram with Zelly disappearing in a cloud of hugs with her mother Flavia and twin Zav. The Sinclairs reunited, grinned Milo. Rafa the monkey, Zav's beloved pet, was chattering happily and had flung his skinny arms around Zelly's neck. When he finally let go, he perched himself on her shoulder and kept patting her head, delighted to see her again. Don't forget Hector, said Zelly, laughing and stroking Rafa. Without him, I wouldn't be here. Hector was being hugged by the crew who were all very fond of him. After all, he had been their cabin boy since he was a young boy. I'm ready to get back to my duties, Captain, said Hector, saluting Captain Jet smartly. The captain smiled at him. Thank you, Hector, he said, patting him on the back. We have missed you. But for now, I'd like you to stay with Zelly and the others, just until this nonsense has been sorted. Then, of course, you're welcome back to the Golden Ram and your cabin boy duties. Hector nodded, looking a little disappointed. After all, his whole life since he could remember had been spent aboard ship, and... Truth be told, he felt a little lost on land. 
Though I do reckon you're about do a promotion, Captain Jet added, a twinkle in his eye. Thank you for looking after Zelly. To be honest, she didn't need much looking after, said Hector, grinning. She was the one who looked after me. Captain Jet laughed. Time for a feast, I think, me hearties, he cried. But full speed ahead, he ordered Curly Donlan, his first mate. We don't want any unwelcome visitors catching up with us. Gordius and Danilo had quietly told them about the presence of the Countess Rosina on the dock and their probable pursuit. Despite that worry, Zelly felt safer than she had since the kidnap, and nothing could stop the happiness that day. The sleuths were back together, and Captain Jet had found the cabin boy for the king. Even better, the Countess and her pirates will follow the wrong ship, as they don't know we jumped ship and are now here on the Golden Ram, grinned Hector. Good point, cried Zelly, her face breaking into a wide smile. Some music, I think, she declared, and they all broke into a rousing chorus of What shall we do with the drunken sailor? Later, some of the crew played hornpipes for everyone to dance, and they whirled round the deck at top speed, with Anna the parrot whizzing above them and Rafa the monkey jumping from one set of shoulders to the next, chattering gleefully and clapping his little paws to the rhythm. I cannot thank you enough, said Flavia to Danilo and Gordius as they watched the children dance. You know it's our duty, Mrs Sinclair, they replied, bowing their heads. You have a very special daughter, remarked Danilo. I know, said Flavia, looking at Zelly whirling across the deck. We left a message for Sep and Theo to meet us on Ilia Grande, said Gordius in a low voice. Zelly seemed to think they'll be needed. Flavia nodded. That is good news, thank you. Their skills will come in very useful. Theo and Sep did not have magic themselves, but had the ability to turn magic or actions back against the person who had started them. This meant that they could redirect evil and turn it back on the person who had sent it. This skill had been a lifesaver in the sleuth's last adventure of the magical parrots of Flambeau, when they had come face to face with the villainous Vestia and her husband Ferenc. Once they neared Ili Grande's shore, Captain Jet lowered the small boat to take them ashore as the Golden Ram couldn't navigate the shallower waters. Danilo and Gordius remained on board to go back north. They would be able to find a ship in Frenchtown to take them back home. Thank you for everything, said Zelly before they left, giving them each a hug. Give my love and thanks to Ermelin. But not to Nem, added Hector with a wry grin. Curly Donnellan, the first mate, and some hand-picked men were left on Ile Grande to protect them, as Captain Jet wanted to sail the Golden Ram on the trail of those pursuing them. Philippe is on his way too, said the captain. He's bringing Seb and Theo. The sleuths grinned. Philippe Galliard was Zelie and Zav's cousin and a member of the Resistance. He had been involved in several of their previous adventures and the sleuths all admired him greatly. If Philippe's coming, we have nothing to worry about, declared Sam confidently. And with Sep and Theo too, we will be safe, added Zav. Zelie was frowning slightly. I, I feel the Countess is on her way, she whispered. The sleuths glanced at each other. They knew from experience that when Zelly had these feelings, she was always right. Ahoy! came a shout from the shore. It was Philippe. He approached them with a broad grin, followed by twin brothers. Everyone greeted each other warmly. Hector, you haven't met Sep and Theo, said Zelly, and she introduced them. These are the brothers the wizard the Great Gizem sent to help us. They bowed to each other. I'd better be off, said Philippe. 
Oh, you're not staying? asked Sam, disappointed. No can do, I'm afraid, said Philippe. My orders are to deliver Seth and Theo, then get straight back to Frenchtown. Resistance work, he added in a low voice. The sleuths nodded. But Nika's on her way, Philippe added. The sleuths brightened. Nika the navigator was one of their great friends, and she always seemed to bring sunshine and positivity wherever she went. Thanks, Philippe, said Zelly. See you soon, added Sophie, waving as he strode back to his boat. We should go to the clearing now, said Sep, looking around carefully. Once there, they all relaxed in the shade of the palm trees on the hammocks slung between them. Watch a coconut doesn't fall on your head, grinned Milo. Sam and Hector cut down coconuts with Rafa the monkey's help, and they all enjoyed drinking the clear coconut water. Very nice, declared Zelly, smacking her lips. But then, so is everything after that dirty ship. They all settled down to rest, listening to the wind in the palms and feeling the warm air on their skin. Sometime later, Sep and Theo sat up quickly, looking alert. What is it? asked Sophie. We sense something, they chorused. Do you? they asked Zelly and Sophie. Zelly was frowning, concentrating hard. Yes, she nodded slowly. It, it's the Countess. Everyone stared. A chill seemed to be seeping into the clearing. We must go, declared Zav, swinging himself out of his hammock. No, we must wait, said Theo calmly, while Sep held up his hand. We cannot avoid her. We must defeat her, Theo continued calmly. You're right, said Zelly slowly, although she looked very worried. We can't keep running forever. She paused, looking round at her fellow sleuths and their friends. This time, we have to face her. Thanks for listening. Join us next time for Chapter 9, The Evil Countess. If you're loving the podcast, why not leave us a review or even donate to help us keep making new episodes. See you next time.